1: Welcome to this podcast. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and we are busy talking about wellness and we're basing this on Think and Eat Yourself Smart, which is my book, which is available at drleaf.com and also the online program that accompanies this called 63 Days to Think and Eat Yourself Smart. And Jessica is with me again today. Jessica is my daughter who runs our Whole Mind Project, which is our NGO, teaching people about the reasons behind Think and Eat Yourself Smart and communities, etc. And today we're going to talk about cholesterol and fats and the truth behind cholesterol and fats, which is such a, gosh, with a fat-free movement, this has really been something, hasn't it, Jessica, all these messages of eat fat-free, eat low-fat, do we really even understand what that means? Indeed. Indeed. And we really want to try and work around some of these mad concepts that have been out there. So one of the first things I want to talk about, Jessica, is the lipid hypothesis, which is a medical idea, and I stress medical idea, regarding the link between blood cholesterol levels and the occurrence of heart disease, which is really what I mean. I grew up with that. I grew up with that. That was the way, because it was based on research that Came out in the in the mid seventies, and basically, as um, it, it, this lipid hypothesis, the, the the term I'm going to read out the definition. They call measures that are used to lower the plasma lipids in patients with hyperlipidemia will lead to reductions in events of coronary heart disease, or more concisely, in a simpler way, is that decreasing blood cholesterol significantly reduces coronary heart disease. This is the message that that I grew up with. That has been around for quite a few years. But is it really true? Is the question we want to talk about today. And when we talk about cholesterol, you know, we talk about those words LDL cholesterol and HDL cholesterol. And you know, you may it gets super easy to get muddled up between all these things. And it just a quick way of remembering it is. LDL, think of, um, is a, uh, LDL, so these are lipoproteins that carry cholesterol to the cells. So the LDL carries cholesterol to the cells and HDL is a lipoprotein that carries cholesterol away from the cells. Generally, LDL is considered bad and very often referred to as the lousy fat. That's where the L comes in. Doesn't really mean that's just an, an, an analogy. And then um, HDL is considered the good one. Um, but actually, neither are intrinsically unhealthy. Cholesterol itself is mainly synthesised in the liver, and it's absolutely essential for the production of hormones, vitamin D, bile acids for food digestion, the cell membranes for thinking, just to name a few of the multiplicity of beneficial functions of cholesterol. Eating meat doesn't raise cholesterol levels; the liver will just produce less because the body pro- cholesterol is produced in the liver in response to the digestive system working on the meat basically so we always maintain a balance of cholesterol. The point is that is cholesterol bad? No it's not. One of the major flaws of the cholesterol heart disease hypothesis is that cholesterol at the site of damage means it's caused the damage. So what that means then, I'm going to briefly explain this, is that when um, when people, if, if they find damage, like damage to arteries, they then you will find cholesterol at this, any side of damage in the body, you will find cholesterol. So the theory has been that, oh, the cholesterol caused the damage. But as research has advanced, um, they've seen that actually cholesterol is a major antioxidant and it's a major part of the healing process so it's not the cause it actually goes to the site of damage to facilitate healing so it's really been a mis a misrepresentation of the concept when we but when we are eating wrong and we thinking wrong we can actually mess up this phenomenal ability of cholesterol as an antioxidant to protect our body and to facilitate healing and a bit like when you have a car crash on a highway you know it can cause a whole bunch of things to go wrong an accident in your body from wrong thinking wrong eating damage any kind of disease etc can prevent the LDL cholesterol from getting to your cells and then getting stuck in your bloodstream so a good thing can go wrong uh, and it can get to where it's not supposed to be so instead of being able to do its good you know perform its good function if it gets, if LDL doesn't get to the cell to do what it's supposed to do it gets stuck and then it will oxidize and then we can contribute to the buildup of plaque in your blood vessels but that wasn't the initial function it's the other factors our mind and other things in our body that put in our body, chemicals, damage, uh, diseases, um, etc. That, in other words, we create a toxic environment and that can upset the wife or love function of cholesterol. So Jess, I don't know if you want to pick up on some practical stuff there because I've given quite a lot of scientific tips there.
0: So, I mean, one of the biggest tips I would say is don't be drawn in by this low-fat marketing campaign. I mean, when you see something that's low-fat, don't immediately think that it's healthy for you, that's going to make you lose weight and you're going to look like a supermodel. Low-fat is really, a lot of times you have to ask yourself, how do they get rid of the fat? What have they replaced the fat with to make the food edible? And so oftentimes, for example, if you take low-fat yogurt, you actually read the sugar content on that low-fat yogurt. It's essentially the same as eating candy. And so what you really want to do is you want to think about um, going for foods without labels. You don't want to just avoid fat at all because you actually need fat to function. For example, you need fat to absorb nutrients, like when you're eating a salad. The olive oil actually makes the nutrients in the lettuce or in the vegetables more bioavailable. So that means your body can actually absorb it, digest it, and actually use it. And so you if you get rid of fat entirely, your, body is, your health is going to suffer. So what you really want to do is you want to try go for a Good things are um, good sources of fat. So, you want to think of ways that you can have, um, and you know, in- introducing like pasture raised eggs and you have like don't eat so many of them have a balanced amount of food but also the pasteurized egg is just that perfect balance of all the nutrients you need That to and also will keep you satisfied so you won't eat too much and also when you use olive oil in your salads olive oil is always a great part of just olive oil and lemon juice or olive oil and vinegars start making your own vinaigrettes make your own salad dressings and your and also your own sauces and you know also incorporating a lot of avocado which is a great source of fats healthy fats into your diet so don't be scared of fat obviously we eat everything in balance one fat you should avoid entirely though is trans fats because that has been shown to be very damaging and toxic to your body and you find trans fats usually in fast foods in refined and processed foods so
1: Absolutely, so what we're seeing from the research is that actually low levels of cholesterol and fat in your diet are actually dangerous. So people have been telling us that cholesterol, high levels are dangerous, but it's actually low levels that are dangerous. So just quickly to remind you that there's, this is a lot of information we're throwing out there. You will find these facts in my book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart, available at drleaf.com and in the online program, 63 Days to Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Um, lots of references as well, lots of citations for you to go and dig deeper Um, But basically, low levels of cholesterol are dangerous because they can cause physical and mental ill health because they're affecting the way that the brain functions. In fact, early deaths also can come from low cholesterol, decreased cognitive performance, increased risk of cancer, unstable emotions and moods. The fat levels in your your brain and your body play a massive role in balancing moods and emotions. You have a lowered resistance to disease if you're eating a low-fat diet. You see, the brain is only 2% of the body weight, but it needs 25% of the free cholesterol that we gain from foods. So cholesterol is an essential nutrient of your neurons in your brain and it's a building block of the cell membrane which constantly, this is where we are storing our memories, this is what we are using, it's the hardware of our thought life. So in order for us to think properly and to function as humans, we really do need fat. And I mean it's various, what, you know, you might be saying well why on earth then have we had this message for so many years? Well I have all the research in the book but essentially there was the, the diet heart hypothesis came in a few years ago and was led by researched by Ansel Keys and it was called the six country analysis and there was a whole thing where they tried to show that the countries that ate a high fat diet basically the people then landed up having cardiovascular disease. But when you actually look at the research, that's not what it's saying. The research actually shows that the people who they didn't they didn't accommodate for many other factors, etc., and it showed that actually the people that were eating a low-fat diet were in more danger. So most research has been done to to um, to show that we need to eat high-fat diets. And um, even there's there's a lot of studies you may have heard of things like the Framing, Framing and Heart Study, which is very famous, and that's a very long long-term study, and it started in the mid 20th century, and it was examining the cause of heart disease, and they found no link between diet and heart disease, and also they found an increased risk of cancer and cognitive decline. limited with limited saturated, in fact, a uh, fat intake. Sorry, so um, we ba- basically need to eat. We need to be careful about how we look at fat, and as Jessica was saying, we need to eat healthy fats, not heated fats. As soon as they are heated, they become damaged. Oh
0: yeah, for so example, want- in that situation. You'd rather would not you would want to avoid cooking with olive oil and you would rather cook with stuff that can withstand high heats like coconut oil or avocado oil which can send a higher heat and then you use olive oil for your salads or, or roast your vegetables and then put olive oil on afterwards or put cook at medium or low heats with your fats so that's one thing even if you have healthy fats you do want to remember is that the way that you cook it can also damage it for your body so I mean a great way and what we love doing in our home is to steam the vegetables and then then saute them quickly in a little bit of fat um, like the coconut oil or we'll like roast them on high and then we'll for quickly and then we will toss them in olive oil afterwards and so these are these are great ways and you can find more of these tips in the book and also in the program think and eat yourself smart and so what we really want to do is look for healthy sources of fat and also be aware of the way that we cook our fat
1: so what Jessica has just said is incredibly um, important information because the way we cook our fats and the, and the kind of fats that we choose are going to, those are the things that are going to make the difference. So if you're going to be heating fat or if you're going to be eating like, un, you know, we, we always go for, um, for virgin, raw virgin olive oil, for example, and raw virgin coconut oils, etc.
0: Yes, and you want to try look for, for example, the olive oil, you want to try to look for unfiltered, cold-pressed, Um, extra virgin olive oil and for coconut oil you want to go unrefined extra virgin coconut oil as organic as possible and you also want to make sure these products are fair trade because many of the times you know you want to make sure that your coconuts and in palm oils and other stuff like that that they're harvested and that the people that are harvesting them and getting paid for it are being paid fairly as well
1: so one of the top researchers in this field just to end off this 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 podcast now is is a um, professor Kumaro who is at this at this stage, over 100 years old, and he's been researching and writing extensively on the importance of fat and cholesterol and the truth behind fat and cholesterol. I've got his, his references in my book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart, and he talks a lot about how we've got to be careful of not having the, you know, having sufficient fat in our diet for our brain and our body function and longevity, and to remember that the real enemy are the artificial trans fats, not the good fats. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to sharing more on wellness in the next podcast.